Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, this is Dr. Carlos DiCastro. I'm a professor of medicine at Duke University Medical Center. And in this session, we're going to review a PNH case. The case is entitled Meet Penny Nancy Harvey, a 41-year-old with fatigue and aplastic anemia. Patient PNH is a 41-year-old female. She initially presented 24 years ago with shortness of breath and heavy menstrual periods. She was found to be markedly pancytopenic. She had an extensive workup, which included a bone marrow biopsy, which revealed aplastic anemia. She was treated with a course of horse ATG and cyclosporin with complete count recovery, and a bone marrow biopsy one year later was normocellular. The patient did very well until 11 years ago when she started to notice increasing fatigue. Labs in August of 2013 showed a white count of 3.4, a hemoglobin of 5.7, hematocrit 17.5%, and a platelet count of 142,000. She was referred back to her local hematologist. A bone marrow biopsy done at that time showed a 40 to 45% cellular marrow with erythroid hyperplasia. Fish and cytogenetics were normal, and a peripheral flow cytometry test was done and was positive for PNH. She was then started on eculizumab on September 12th of 2013. By January of 2014, she had some lab work done, which showed a white count of 3.8, a hemoglobin of 9.4 grams per deciliter, a hematocrit of 28%, and a platelet count of 188,000. She was referred for a bone marrow transplant evaluation, but was felt not to be a candidate. And ongoing, she still didn't feel great. She required transfusions about every three months, despite increasing the dose of eculizumab up to 12,000 milligrams every two weeks. She was referred for a second opinion in June of 2017. At that time, her white count was 5.8. Her hemoglobin was 7.6 grams per deciliter. Her hematocrit was 23%. And her platelet count was 247,000. Her LDH was very mildly elevated at 263 units per liter. Her T-billy was elevated at 7.1 mg per deciliter, and she had normal transaminases. Her reticulocyte count was markedly elevated at 20.6%. She was felt to be a suboptimal responder to eculizumab. This was felt to likely be due to C3 coating of red blood cells and extravascular hemolysis, and she was actually entered on the Pegasus clinical trial using APL2, now known as Pegcetacoplin, on April 10th of 2019. She had a marvelous response and was seen in clinic on, in May of 2021 with no complaints. Her labs at that time showed a white count of 6.0, a hemoglobin of 14.8, hematocrit of 45%, and a platelet count of 183,000. Her LDH was 225 units per liter, T-bully was 1.9, and her retic was 3.12%. She was continued on the extension study and then rolled over commercial product when pegcetacoplin became FDA-approved. She is still feeling very well with stable blood counts. Thank you for paying attention to this session. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.